But right now, I have the lovely, the sub- sublime, the intelligent, <laughs> the radiant Andy Makondwana in the what studio. What an introduction. Wow. Thank you so much, Lindsay. What I've did I do? I missed you. I missed you. Oh, it, it's been a while. It's been a while. I, I would have really liked to have you in the studio yesterday. I, I'm sorry. I, but that's, that's how it is. I, it was a you Monday. Know what? You, know what? A lot. <laughs> you know what it is. That's what you've got to do. You've got to keep people hungry for your conversation. Look at that. You've always got to have them wanting more. You just are just full of compliments today. <laughs> oh, love it. I just love coming here. Oh, my goodness. I just need to know where's the cake? Uh, where's well, the champagne? <laughs> I, 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 we should ask him. It was his birthday. I yeah. mean, listen, I mean, if, if you're going to have an introduction like that, I feel like there should be cake, we, there should, there should be, be champagne, there should be a party. Well, there we are. We're going to have to have our little internal party. This way. <laughs> exactly. Now, listen, uh, for me, it, this is a conversation I think I keep on having with people who are around me, my fellow peers, people who are in different places in life, just because it's such an interesting one, because number one, I am somewhat of a young adult, young professional, just starting out in the, into the work world. And you're just like, what do you do with money? This is mm-hmm. the question. I mean, mm-hmm. of course, you want to be flourishing out here on Instagram. Instagram and the latest shoes, but it's just like financially, it's kind of not feasible. And you see people who are your age and they can they can do that, you know, but of course you don't know what's happening in their pocket. So for me, what I pretty much wanted to get into is which school of thought do you pretty much belong to? You know, do you as yourself, as a young adult, young professional, you don't actually have to be working. Can you even be in, in varsity? This is a conversation worth having. Uh, do, you, do you live below your means to the point where you save so that you live a lifestyle that you aspire to? Or do you live the life that you aspire to right now? And then hopefully the burden, if you will, financial burden of that, that that inspires you to actually be able to... um to be able to live that life with ease one day, you know. Uh, for me, it's just a, it's a catch-22 because I see people in, in fancy cars and I'm just like, I want to live like that. I really do. Mm. However, my finances mm. just, just don't well, allow. Here's the thing. Cars and clothes, mm. you basically are burning money. Absolutely. And what you highlight is such an important issue mm. because you're getting your own money Yeah. for what might be the first time. Mm. You're independent. Mm. I can understand the lure of that. Yeah, yeah. You know, you look good. And cars I just don't get mm. because cars are, you, you literally are throwing money away. Yeah. The minute you drive it outside of, of the showroom, oh, it's depreciating. Yeah. And um, and then um, it, it just keeps on going down. Yep, Clothes absolutely. are also a way of... Of throwing a lot of money away, mm. and especially, uh, you know, you mentioned things like shoes. Yeah. However, y- you you highlight such an important issue, and that is, are you living as if you've got to where you want exactly. to go? Exactly. Okay. Let's see what Cher says. She is uh, joining in the conversation from Cape Town. Hello. Hi, Cher. How are you? I'm good, thanks. And yourself? I am good, thank you. So, what do you have to say? Um, you know what? I'm actually in two minds with regards to this. Mm. I mean, personally, I, as as me, I tend to live below, you know, what I actually earn. Mm. And the main reason for that being, I mean, I need to save. And I think it's such an important thing yeah. to actually put money away for future, especially, you know, as a working professional who's trying to invest in things that actually appreciate such as property in yes. future. And, and then that kind of thing. But I think also for me, I mean, I heard you guys just talking a little bit earlier as well about things that actually depreciate in value, such as clothes. I think 
for me personally, a great investment as well as buying designer clothes, which in future, you know, will become a vintage and mm. actually go for so much more in future. Because, mm. I mean, I currently own quite a couple of things that I bought in Cape Town that were very, very expensive and that a couple of years back cost about, like, say, for instance, maybe 1,500 grand. But now is worth about 6,000 rand. Yeah. So for me, certain things like that, and I mean, it's materialistic, but um, definitely spending money, it's kind of for me, you know, uh, it really just depends on what it is that I'm buying. But personally, for standard of living, I think living below what I'm actually earning to save for future is always what I would do. Mm. I also think, you know, what you, the, the point that you're pretty much touching on is that it's not so horrible to kind of spoil yourself to see, you know, mm-hmm. every now and then because I, yeah. I, I do real, uh, re- remember certain times where I have bought something where I know for a fact I'm not supposed to buy, whether it's the <laughs> yeah. most expensive thing in the shop and I'm like, okay, this is a bad decision, but I'm about to make it, you know. And there's mm-hmm. just something that happens in your brain where you're just like, wow. And it's wow. yours to make. Exactly. We've got someone who wants yeah. to join us. Nosaviwe is uh, checking in from uh, Langa. Hi. Hello. Hi. Hello. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. Oh, sorry, let me switch off my phone. Marido, how are you? <laughs> Good, thank you. Good, thank you. So what do you have to say? Okay, what I would say is that um, I now live the lifestyle that, that I aspire to live. Nice. I used to live beyond my means. Wow. I was so unhappy at the time. Mm. You know, you know, when it's payment day, you get I would get frustrated. Eesh. You know, it it was even worse that I will have to wait for my debit orders to Eesh. to deduct before I could even purchase a simple thing, maybe a CD or a T-shirt that I saw. Mm. You know. So uh, one day I decided that, no, I can't live like this anymore. So mm-hmm. I took a decision um, that I want to change my life for better. And I decided to have a second income. I'm more happier now. I left my job. I'm self-employed now. I'm more happier. Nice. Mm-hmm. But then so, yeah. for you, Nosfield, was was the, the whole burden of, of being you know in financial debt, if you will, was that an inspiration for you to get to the place that you want to be, you know, where this isn't a burden. You can live the life that you want to live, but, you know, yes. actually have the jobs that you need. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was. It was. It did. Oh, you know that, you know that we're paying the black tax. I oh, have to support. I know that too well. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, and we also want to impress. When you're working yes. in town, people think that you're loaded. I know so too now, well. Oh, <laughs> so now, when you get to, to, to Eastern to the Eastern Cape. Mm. In December, you're gonna spend for your cousins. You don't have money. You your money is limited. Your your money is limited. You don't have money, but still you will still spend exactly. for for the whole family. So it was like that. Sure. That's how I, I got into debt. Sure. But now I'm a free woman. I'm more happy. I'm sorted. <laughs> yeah, you are. You are goals. We want to be free as well. Not so well. But the thing is, with black tax as well, it really is is one of those things that it, I think for young professionals, it's a hard thing to have to deal with because it's like I now need to up the lifestyle of a whole family, which is crazy yeah. for anybody to understand because you're just like, I have seven plus, if not eight, if not 20, if not 30 members in my family. And now they need you. to eat, you know, from certain stores. Yeah. They need to have takeaways at least once a week. And it's on you. <laughs> and it's it's a yeah. non-negotiable. That's the thing. It's not like you can negotiate with your parents and be like, hey, listen, you know, let's yeah. stop black tax in two years. It's like, no, as soon as you get... 
a pay a pay a job at least you now need to mm. do the things you know it, so yeah. it's pretty crazy wow it is sure, it is, sure what do you have to say <laughs> Listen, I have been listening to this and I think actually what, what she brought up in the beginning about um, the whole relation to when you start earning a salary and you're kind of living for payday, yeah. I've mm. experienced that as well. And I think that living for payday mentality really just put a dampen on yeah. my financial state. And I think, you know, budgeting just was not on the table at all mm. and mm. i think that's kind of what has driven me to this point of you know what i'm going to live below my means so that if ever there's something you know that i want to treat myself to because treat yourself if it's a wednesday and you want to head on out treat yourself because mm. you can you've saved you know yeah. you put that money away and i think that is also one thing that she's brought up that has really driven me to to the point where now i'm living below my means and then also i mean she's talking about black tax and i think black tax also applies to colored people because Absolutely. i'm out here living and my mother just hit me with the you need to start paying rent card mm-hmm. so you know what i mean like this is a house that we own collectively as a family but now i'm out here paying rent what is this we did not discuss this no table it you let your people speak to my people oh that's so funny you know also the thing of, of just living below your means don't you think uh, to some degree it is somewhat unhealthy in terms of your relationship with money because you somewhat develop a mentality where you you almost very scared of not having you know enough Mm -hmm. and it's 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 Mm -hmm. somewhat unhealthy if you of course you do it in the excessiveness so the the balance of it all is also quite difficult to get as well got some twitter some twitter input here marianne on twitter says i'm a middle-aged professional and i live below my means but in brackets just i think we've lost someone we'll put them both on hold till we find out who we've lost and then um shailen on twitter says i'm listening in joburg i'm living be- living beyond your means is an endless cycle because mm. you end up ad- uh, adopting and getting used to a lifestyle of owing sure that's scary mm. asanda saying uh, also on twitter uh, live within your means as much as possible yeah and um facebook a uh, comment, an anonymous comment is uh, live a life I aspire to, uh, to live and be in financial peril. Funny you mentioned that because um, uh, Bears is coming to take the TV and fridge over the weekend. Sure. I've lost my job in December and I'm not able to pay for them anymore. Mm. Uh, the job I do now is barely enough to cover my rent. Hey. That life is intense. Says somebody. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And that's the realness of life. You know, that debt is a real thing. And, you know, you need to know what it is that your lifestyle is and what what it is that you need in order to survive as well. Because once you establish that, what do I need to survive? And then what I need to have a lifestyle, then you can find the difference between that and find your middle, if you will. But it definitely is such an incredibly tough thing as well, especially if you are a young adult. I mean, in schools, nobody teaches us money management, which is why for me, it, it, do, it doesn't make sense sense why aren't we given 50 rand a month by our school which would be great i'm just saying then you have to have a diary as to how you spent it and just practice that because that's something you definitely need to practice because once it comes into real life it's no longer practice it's it's the real thing and uh, your relationship and the energy you put into money is is such an important thing as well so uh, i'm definitely all for all the topics topics all the points that people are putting up as well priscilla and paul's sms to say how many pairs of shoes can you wear at once the cupboard gets to wear the rest of the shoes I prefer to invest in property Mm, absolutely that's the goal definitely the goal absolutely sure
Yes, no, listen, I think, yeah, I'm still here. I think Priscilla knows what she's talking about. Mm. Um, But some of us do wear quite a couple of pairs (laughs) of shoes in one day. (laughs) Yes. We do live lives that we think this is is okay. But I think a point that you raised as all the money management, I think it's so important that kids are taught the skill of money management. I mean, I see it with my sister and my nieces where they're they're in the cycle of, you know, they're going to go to school tuck shop, they're Mm. spending, you know, their their weekly money. And I think also it's so important that the skill we need to teach kids because at some point, you know, you need to up their, their kind of like what we're giving them and at some point they need to start earning as well and it's mm. a skill that's taught from a young age I mean mm. you know put your money to better you save it um, you know when you're a teen one day you won't have to ask them for money kind of thing uh, so that's a skill also that I've only learned now because my parents yeah. allowed me to do whatever I wanted to absolutely I mean I for one you know I, I, me myself and I as, as for my experience in life I somewhat am sad because my parents never gave us pocket money and <laughs> you know so I didn't get to practice it if you will and I had you yeah. know my friends who got 150 rand a month and I was like must be nice mm. wonder what it's like <laughs> and now that you know you're in varsity and uh, well if you're working as well it's it's one of those things where you're just like okay I need to make it work you need to get it right mm-hmm. the first time mm-hmm. you don't have time to practice yeah. you know because you don't have your parents mm-hmm. to fall back on because your parents are all still asking for money so who yeah. is who are you gonna call Ghostbusters will not be answering. You need to be calling Ghostbusters. You need to be taking out loans. Like, what are we doing here? Working three jobs. It is absolutely crazy as well. I mean, because at the end of the day, you know, it's one of those things where, you know, you cannot keep getting into debt. You know, there has to be an end to it. There absolutely has to be Mm -hmm. an end. And if it means working yourself to the bone or, you know, upping, you know, your your qualifications or just Mm -hmm. living below your means, if you will, it needs to be something where you can live the lifestyle comfortably that yeah. you want to live as well yeah no i think definitely that especially with money um if you're living below your means you need to be living there with a certain goal in mind i think because at some point you can't just be working yourself to the bone for money that you know you're spending less of and all you're doing is putting it away putting it away putting it away because then what's the point i mean in 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 one breath the the value of money is also decreasing so the money that you're putting away unless you're investing mm, your money mm. um you know, it's it's kind of pointless to just work yourself to the bone. So I Absolutely. think it's important also, you know, once in a while, if you are living below the the line of mm. what you're earning, like I am, mm. then you know what? That December time, treat yourself. <laughs> it is important. Treat yourself. I love that you're saying that because, you know, the goalposts change every time. You know, what's in mm-hmm. now, what you aspire to now will not yes. be the same t- in, in 10 years. So if you aspire mm-hmm. to a Liverton bag, it's not going to be yeah. in in 10 years. So you need to yeah. make sure that it, to some degree, you know, you you are somewhat teasing yourself and saying, hey, this is what it could be like and, and you know, yeah. uh, spoil yourself also, a bit. Also, I think, you know, we're talking about that Louis Vuitton bag. I also just think that, you know, in terms of fashion, I mean, if we're talking about clothes and, and you know, those kind of things, these yeah. things do come back, guys. And the distressed look, we're all Very about true. it. I mean, I wear distressed look all the time. And I think, especially in a Louis Vuitton bag, especially in like a luxury brand as such, these things, especially, you know, like repossessed, like even if this is now maybe a bit very hot topic, controversial, but I mean like repossessed fur mm. is, is one thing that, you know, increases in value. Sure. I didn't even know if this. it's just hanging in a cupboard. 
you know. Wow, wow. And it's true because, you know, we our mothers have, you know, very, very, very beautiful items in their cupboards. Yes. And just like, mother, if you it's knew how much that... grandma. Right? If you knew how yeah. much the value of that in your cupboard was, you wouldn't be asking me for money. We wouldn't be needing to eat Mary Pop on a Saturday. Right. I mean, it would be caviar. No, Sevilla, I, I hear you back. No, Sevilla, are you there? Oh, hi. hi. Hi, how are you doing? <laughs> Good to have you back. <laughs> You know what time it is. Okay, by the way, Andy, you just gave me an idea. You know, when... Hello? Hi, I'm here. I'm here, yes. (laughs) You actually gave me an idea when you were talking about um, uh, not giving an education, I mean, at school. Yes, yes. Uh, Yeah. I I, I think that the the Department of Education should Mm. have even 10 minutes, you know, um, talking about savings. 100%. Yeah, yeah, just to put it yeah, in a yeah. practical base. I mean, exactly. if I think if I think back to life orientation at school, I'm like, uh, the amount of hours or days I spent snoring, I'm not proud of it, I'm just going to say that, in life orientation, simply because the things weren't practical enough and they weren't, yeah. they weren't real at that point. You know, to yeah. have something like, you know, that, like, you know, financial literacy and what, to, how, what, it, is, what it is to invest, what is it to save, what is the difference, exactly. uh, what exactly. is a share, what is a trust, yeah. how mm-hmm. do you yeah. get a trust, you know, just things like that, you know, because you yeah. have people come to, also in, in just career advertising, adv- advice rather people give you as well also quite useless for me i was like okay so the only thing i can actually be in the real there's the top five which is be an accountant doctor mm-hmm. uh what else mm-hmm. you know? and you're just like I'm, I'm pretty sure there's so many things that i could be and there's so many other yeah. opportunities it's the same with money as well that you know it's yeah. safe but what does safe mean does it mean just leave it in the bank what does mm-hmm. what does that mean you know so i completely mm. agree with you 100 percent. we've yeah. got a facebook yeah. comment here when i first got my my first job i bought a car because my brother bought a car, <laughs> not thinking that my contract was only for six months mm. only. Now I can't even pay the car and I'm unemployed and my mother is helping me pay the car. Oh, my goodness. And this is the thing. Nobody tells us. You know, even Your work won't tell you that, listen, you should do this with your money. Nobody tells you. And also just the importance of reading your contract. What, did, what, are, the, mm-hmm. what are the benefits that come with my contract? I know a lot of people who, you know, have, have gotten this job that has incredible benefits, but they also don't look at how long is this contract. What are the things yeah. that because you s- literally sign your life away to that mm. and mm. it's it's one of the saddest things to see people where you just like they thought they were living the dream and then in the real sense of it it, it wasn't the case yeah and the other thing is credit cards no one oh, tells you goodness. about the money you pay in terms of credit oh, cards absolutely. and that when you get more money the first thing you must do is pay yeah. credit card because if you do the maths it's a bit of a no-brainer absolutely and the thing is I I don't know about you you know for me as soon as I started working I don't know who told credit card people anywhere phone calls left right and center i'm like no "No. why is this the case why do you want me to not be happy in my life it's it's so crazy it's really really crazy uh moen goodwood you want to join in yes please thank you good morning hi andy hi how are you i'm well nice to be speaking to you uh, again absolutely always love having you and by the way thank you for making my valentine's day oh only my pleasure you made mine you made mine (laughs) (laughs) so what do you think quickly share with you um uh, uh, as a youngster what i trained myself to do is to have the life that i want and also live within my means okay what i do what i used to do is i used to look at okay if i wanted 
something, so let's say a TV, for example. Mm. And I would say, okay, what are the monthly repayments on it? And then uh-huh. I would take that and put it in the investment account, earn the interest of it, take the cash, and then go buy the TV at 10% less than what it's worth. Jeez. Right? So I, I, it saved, you know, paying the, all that interest on that. And over the years, I've actually trained myself to, to, to have what I want to have, but at the same time live within my means. Wow. And, but who taught you this? Because I'm pretty sure you didn't wake up just knowing what interest rates are. Uh, okay, you know, what, what happened was when, when I went to boarding school, my dad told me, look, this is your allowance, and if you go beyond that, whatever debts you get into, that's your business. Sure. So I had to really train myself to learn about money and mm. things that when I was about 16 years old. Mm. Uh, so that I say that as a very fortunate uh, thing for me. Yeah. But also, I actually now what I do is, I don't know if you've heard of the mental bank concept. No. Success is not an accident. Sure. I don't want to speak too much about it because that's something I teach. Mm. Uh, where if, for example, let me give an example of it. Let's say you're earning 10,000 Rand a month. Yeah. And all of a sudden, you, got a, you get an increase and you've got 11,000 rand. Mm-hmm. Now, at the end of the month, you can't account for that extra 1,000 rand. Yeah. I don't know if you've experienced that. Yes, yes. Yeah, you say, you just, where did this extra 1,000? And for three months, this happens over again. And then after three months, you start to, to account for it. What happens is, uh, we, consciously, we know we got the money, but unconsciously, the subconscious mind only knows 10,000. So mm. we're going to self-sabotage. Mm. So what, what I do is I train to say see how to have money before you even have money Ooh. right I mean, it's, it's like like Lindsay was talking about uh, people buying cars and what a waste uh, I'm, I'm actually in the process of buying myself a very fancy car oh. because I've actually realized that I'm now at the age where I can actually enjoy it so I look at the enjoyment factor what mm. enjoyment am I going to get out of it not the monetary value mm. and because I take that attitude I find that I start to attract money to have the things I want sure Wow, that is quite powerful, you know. But it's yeah. also quite scary as well because you need to make sure that you have a plan in, in mm. hand, you know, because, yes, of course, you may want to, do, to live the life that you want now, you know, and, and live for the enjoyment of it all and to enjoy your money. But yeah. if, if that is beyond your means, then it is beyond your means. And if you don't have a plan to be able to, you know, make sure that that, that doesn't have too many um, effects on your finances, then yeah. it's a problem. No, but that's, that's what the mental bank concept is about. It's about having the plan first, mm. training your mind to, to, to stick to the plan yeah. without going into step sabotage mode. Absolutely, sure. Yeah. And I mean, so, so many of us go into that self-sabotage mode where where you you just end up in an endless cycle of debt and it's just debit orders everywhere. You're just like, hold up, let me think first. <laughs> but can I tell you the, the, the downside of the, the other side of the thing is because I, I don't have a track record of debt, so I can't get finance. Sure, okay. <laughs> yeah, you've got, you've got to spend money to get it. You've got to spend money to get it. Sad. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But I mean, I I don't mind because it actually keeps me disciplined to rather save and then buy buy what I need cash. Mm, mm. Okay. I mean, so one person I don't know who it was that taught me this, and it's always always stuck to me. It says, "Don't spend money you don't have." And for me, literally, if I walk into a shop and I'm like, "I really want it," it's just like, "Do you have the money for it?" then don't spend it, which is why I, till this day I don't have a credit card. I, I applied for one. I just didn't fetch it. They canceled it. And I was like, it's okay. I'm all right. So it's just one of those things for me. I don't want to be scared of debt, but also don't want to have an unhealthy relationship with it because that means then, you know, I don't actually have, you know, money management in itself because I don't know. 
I don't know. I don't have the answers. <laughs> okay, you know what I do? Talking about what you just said now, when you walk into the shop and you, you know that I want this. Yeah. But do I have the money? No, I can't afford it now. What I do is I walk into to, to a place and I say, look, do I want this? Yes, I want it. I yeah. love it. But uh, yes, I can afford it. So what I do is then I start putting money away every month knowing that I can afford it. And, and after a few months, I know I start to attract the money and then eventually mm. I go and buy it. So what you're saying is you that you... the you, language around it. I like that. So what you're saying is that you walk into a shop and say, I can afford it, yes. but just not now. No, no, don't put in the just not now. What, what you say, I can afford it. Uh-huh. I want it, but uh-huh. I will take it when, when, I want, when I'm ready to oh. take it. Right? And then I go back and I say, okay, this is how much I'm prepared to put aside mm-hmm. for this. I'm not going to go buy this on credit. I'm going to put this aside for it, and I put it into an investment account, let it grow, and when, 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 when the amount is there, mm. I go back and say, right, give it to me now. Wow, that's really right. smart. Uh, it's just about changing the language, and you'll find that you actually start to find that you actually have the money for it. Mm. And, wow. And, yeah, so you don't never ever go into debt, because when you fear debt, that's when you actually find yourself in Absolutely. debt. Absolutely. I've sure. got uh, somebody commenting, I I can't get a phone contract because I don't have a credit record. So that's once again, you need mm. to spend it in order to get it. This is Late Nights on Cape Talk. Call us on 021 all right, we are live on uh, Cape Talk. My name is Andy Mountondwana with Lindsay Borhill. I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. Uh, we're doing a bit of a roundtable, you know, today, uh, well, this morning, and it's all about money management. Do you live beyond or below uh, your means in order to, to be able to get to a place where, you know, you are financially able, if you will, and uh, just get to a place where you can live the lifestyle you want to live. Do you live it now or do you live it in the future? Hopefully that you uh, can save as well. Just heard from Mo saying that it's all about your mental energy that you put towards money as well. If Don't be afraid of debt and make sure, if let's say, if you walk into a shop as well, you need to say that I want it. I will have it, and uh, I'll be able to to get it in the next, but not decide as well. Uh, Nosfi, I don't know if you heard uh, Mo's advice. What do you think on that? Nosfi, are you there? No, she's not she's, there. She's there. Uh, we can see she's there, but I, she obviously can't hear us. Let's try now. Nosfi, are you there? Okay, let's go to Sure. Sure, are yes, you there? I'm here. I'm Hi, here. good to have you. So hey. what do you think on Mo's advice regarding the money? Because it, it, for me, it sounds like an incredible concept, but to put mm-hmm. it practically, it's just it's, it's a bit difficult. You know what? Um, for me personally, I think that's a, that's a great, it's a very great idea. Yeah. And it could definitely work. Absolutely. But not everyone kind of has that kind of dear setting somewhere or mm. like determination to actually get to that end goal. And I think for me, being a very fickle person, I'll probably by that time have that in mind that I want something else. Yeah. And at that point, you know, I might even then be like, you know what, I have this money now and I think, you know, I can afford this, which mm. is something I've also wanted. So I think it's a great idea, definitely. Um, and I love the idea of changing the words around specific yeah. concepts. I do enjoy that. I think yeah. it's fresh, and I think you know, changing the way we think about money will really help in terms of helping us, you know, get to our money goals. Absolutely. And just on that as well, there's just so many immediate expenses that somewhat bombard you to the point yeah. where. 
the thought of even saving is 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 such a foreign thing, you know. Uh, just also as well, black tax as well. That it, that is something you just cannot escape from, and it's kind of in in direct opposition of of saving because it's like a well where you just need to throw your money, and you yeah. know it's not coming back. There's no way, no, you know. Definitely, no, no, no. Yeah. I think especially you know in a family situation where you know it's me and two two you know my sister and my mom and mm. then my nieces. I think when everyone gets paid it's kind of one of those things okay cool um you know you lend some money from me can i have it back also you got paid you know mm. we're going to hit up a kfc tonight we're going to you know do this and this and this yeah new jeans we need to get that i think mm. so like all that kind of things kind of play into it yeah and the thing is, it's it's also the concept of trying somewhat saving for a rainy day. You know, what yeah. if that rainy day never happens, and then your money's just gee, gone? You know <laughs> what I mean? And that's kind of the thing as well. I think saving is such an important thing, but we're always waiting for a rainy day, and mm. today might be that rainy day, and I don't have today. So I think living below your means kind of helps in that regard because there's always a bit extra. Absolutely. And the thing is, it's also a difficult because we're de- we, every single day there is just certain things that you, you can never ever account for that come at you. Like mm-hmm. for, for me and my family, you know, my mother has a cousin who just passed away, right? And she yeah. has four sisters, right? And she's the only one in her family who's somewhat well off, if you will. Um, mm-hmm. And the thing is now, this, this cousin that passed away has two kids. One who's five, another one who is eight, if not 10, if I'm not mistaken. And now these kids have to be taken care of. So they have they had to meet as sisters and decide where these kids going to go. What is the plan with these kids? And this yeah. is something you, you cannot plan for, not in your wildest no. dreams. These kids need to go Never. to school. You need to decide where they're going to go. And I'm just like, my mother is in her 60s now and she now needs mm-hmm. to be a mother again, start over and yeah. do this whole process again. And it's just one of those things where you're just like, wow, you need to be ready every single time but also how do you now as a young adult you you've making all this money you can't enjoy it because now you have yeah. this black tax that's somewhat pulling you back you know because these yeah. people need to be taken care of you know you are carrying a whole family you know so for me it's it's a, it's a bit of a worry because will you ever get to a place where you can live a certain lifestyle you know especially with the presence of of, of black tax it's 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 kind of a scary thought for me yeah I think social media has really given us these daydreams of, you know, we can all make an easy buck from mm. living a social media life. And even that takes so much money. Yeah. So I think like one of the things that when I started earning money um, that my mother was just, she imparted on me, she was like, it's really important that you get a life policy and you get medical mm. aid. But then at the point of you paying medical aid and paying, you know, all these things that you, like, I don't go to the doctor ever. I don't think, yeah. you know, I'm not a sickly person. I go to the dentist. I think once all payments for that really mm. works out for me pretty well. But now then you have to consider all these things as well, having just now started earning an income which really digs deep into the pocket. Mm, absolutely. And it's scary because, you know, at, at the end of the day, you need to pay this money, you know. Yeah. And I feel sorry for people, kids who are, you know, only children and they're literally the only people where your parents look up to and say, listen, mm-hmm. it's got to happen, you know, for me. I'm, I'm, I'm grateful that I have an older sibling, what a younger sibling, and we're all getting to that stage where we can all, you know, earn some money. So at least the burden is not on one person. And if it's on yeah. one person, it's, it's, it's quite a tough one. You know, I was listening to um, Nomza Mabata. She had a talks, Talk for Success series. And she was saying that she, at that point, I think it was in 2013, no, 2016, rather, last year, she's saying she alone is supporting four households. 
And for me, wow. that that scared me because, wow, you know, yes, of course, she's Nomzama. She's an actress. She's in movies. Yeah. She's in, she can afford that. But then what happens to an old Joe Soap like myself, where I now need yeah. to support four households? That that could mean 24 people very easily. So it, it's, it's, <laughs> it's a difficult one. Four is so many. And I think money is just, it's such it's an issue of 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 of, of it's an it's a timeless issue mm. and i think it's something we're going to be dealing with for the rest of our lives and i think it's something we need to learn to manage at a young age so yeah. the young adolescents i mean having only recently learned this lesson i think that is so important to learn to manage your money mm, absolutely and also just the thing on on the black tax for me as much as we may call it black tax i don't think it's yeah. it's as, as much as much as we may say it's it's um non-negotiable it's non-negotiable because i think for me and myself i want to help my family out it's not yeah. that it, mm. yes it is a financial burden but you want to because you know where your family has come from you know the sacrifices that your parents have made so why wouldn't you want to share you know this life and and share your wealth and share and to somewhat uplift and uphold your parents so that, that at least in the last days of their life they can have they can have some sort of enjoyment which comes with mm-hmm. sacrificing you you know uh, yeah. so it's it's never a win-win never in that and in I think I case. think it's also I think it's also such an issue with people you know who don't have generational wealth and mm. who don't who are you know first-time graduates in the family oh, yes. and you know you're, you're you're one of the first few people actually earning a good salary mm. that you know there is kind of an expectation that you are to look after them so I also, to some extent, kind of feel that, you know, we all need to be pulling our own weight. But yeah. at the same time, you know, if it is someone who can be aiding their family and pulling a bit more weight, mm. then we should be doing it because mm. it is our family. And they, you know, have done so much for us. They've sacrificed so much for us to help us get to where we are and earning an income. It's 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 a small thing, but... In the long run, it means so much to your family. Absolutely. I, I actually get a lot of anxiety when I think of um, sports stars. And, you know, mm-hmm. when you come from, especially sports stars in South Africa, you come from very impoverished backgrounds. And the one thing that you have for yourself is, is this talent that you have, you know, in, in whichever mm-hmm. sports field, whether it's soccer, whether it's rugby. And then once, once you get selected into these clubs, whether it is the Springboks or whatever, and you get exposed to all of this money, and it's a lot of it at once. Yeah. It's for me. I get so much anxiety because number one, you don't have any knowledge of how to to handle this money. And most mm-hmm. of these stars, especially when they get to the end of their career, uh, they they are in so much debt, and it's 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 mm. crazy to think of. And you know, I was watching one of the sports shows just a few months ago, yeah, and they just only now started a program to help young sports stars who are recruited into uh, these clubs to help them with money management. I'm like, only now? It's just yeah. so frustrating, you know, because at the, at the end of the day, these people need to know how to sustain that rand, because especially because the yeah. career is so short-lived as well. Um, so it, it's it's really quite scary as well. Yeah. Nosviwa, hear, hear you back? Oh, yes, yes, yes. Thank Hi. you for having me. Absolutely. Right. Just, just, just for, for closing, um, if you're in, 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 in Cape Town, mm. there is an organization called A Woman's Path. Nice. Yeah, so every month they have visionary, what what they call visionary century breakfast, mm. where they're talking about healthy relationship with money. Nice. So if you are not one of those people who have an unhealthy relationship with money, I think it's best for you to join them. I like so that. They, <laughs> they do have a, a Facebook page called A Woman's Path, so you can check them out. 
I think they have um, they are doing every third Saturday of the month mm. uh, in Ascape. So for more info, you can just go to 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 their page. It's called A Woman's Path. Awesome. Thank you so much, Nosfiu. Uh, sure. Do you have any final thoughts? Um, I just think that saving is important, and I think it's a message that we. I think I think education, basic education, in terms of doing you know how to work with money is mm. such an important thing and i think our department of education really needs to look into that especially i mean a point that you brought up with the life orientation and also you know me not even having a driver's license at this you know ripe age of 23 i think it's such an important thing that they definitely need to bring into the school system mm, absolutely wow mo i also hear you still here Yes, yes. Any final thoughts that you want yeah, to share with two us? Quick, two quick comments. So first, yeah. on, on Sher's comment about um, you know saving the money and then not uh, end up buying something else and what, but not what you already wanted. Mm. That now that's happened to me as well. But what I found is that you end up buying something better than uh, things. So don't get attached to what you want mm-hmm. to buy because mm-hmm. you could end up buying something different. Mm-hmm. And the other thing is, I'm mm-hmm. actually currently working with two ladies who are struggling with what you call the black tax. Mm-hmm. And I've changed their language around it. And I said, look, when you call it black tax, you're actually looking at it as a burden. Yeah. Don't look at it as a burden. Look at it as wanting to care for your family. Mm-hmm. And now that they're on my, the, you know, they're on my program, I can actually tell you that their financial resources have changed and, mm-hmm. and, and the, it's made a big difference for them. Wow. That's powerful. So it's, 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 it starts with the language mm. first. Absolutely. Yeah. I, if, I think what I'm getting from you is that, you know, you, the way in which you, 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 you uh, articulate your, your money as well as the energy you put mm-hmm. into your money, it's very, very important as to how you spend it as well. So yes. I'm definitely going to be a lot more careful, you know, <laughs> regarding how <laughs> I, I, I say things and how I, I the energy I put towards uh, my, man, my money as well. Fantastic. I, I'll leave you with this last thought. You're not, you're, not a, you're not a drop in the ocean. You're an entire ocean in a drop. Mm. <laughs> that, I'm going to write that down. Please say it again. Wait, okay. wait. You're not, you're not a drop in the ocean. Uh-huh. You are an entire ocean in a drop. Wow. Mind blown. Mic drop. <laughs> <laughs> that is incredible. Wow. Thank you so much, Mo. Okay. Pleasure. Absolutely. Okay. Sure. I think it's been quite an interesting show. You still there? Mm-hmm, I am. Awesome. Just as a bit of a wrap up, last and final thoughts from you. Last and final thoughts. I think, Mo, thanks so much for that advice. I think I can take so much away from that. Mm. Um, yeah, I think he has raised an important thought uh, that we really need to change our language around money. And once again, I think I'll just reiterate that the Department of Education really needs to look into, you know, really doing something about educating the youth because yeah. I think that's where it begins. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Sher, for being a part of the discussion Pleasure, as well. Thank you so much. Nosaviwe, any final thoughts from you? Yes, there is. Um, and my ex-boss used to say that it's uh, it's not healthy to have only one salary. Mm. <laughs> so if your 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 salary, your main salary is not enough, get a second salary, yeah. then you'll survive. Especially if you you my liker, you like things like me. <laughs> <laughs> 
that's funny. Thank you so much, Andy. Thank, Thank you, you so, so, so much. much. Have a wonderful day, all right? You too. Bye-bye. Absolutely. Oh, wow. I think the, the important point is just of the, of education, you know. It's such a powerful tool, not only just to educate on how to, um, you know, uh, manage money, but also just education in, in general. I think that is what's going to be the, the difference between this generation and the next, where do we now hand over debt to the next generation or, you know, are we starting from, you know, a level where, you know, young adults can actually thrive. You can live the life you want to with one salary because, you know, you don't have a, a pullback of, of black tax or, you know, certain things like that. I also think you need to know who you are. Some mm. people um, are inveterate savers. Yeah. And other people are people who tend to live in the moment mm. and mm. and tend to feel um, I, I need to live in now because I I will find more. Mm. So it, it's also the journey of knowing yourself. Absolutely. Um, and not trying to aspire to something that you can't. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there are certain things, I think, within uh, our cultures, like Stockfells, where it's, it literally develops a system of saving, you know, and it's with a community of people. So I think that's also an important part where you, you surround yourself with people who ha- are like-minded in how you uh, value and do money as well. Uh, I think mm. that's a very, very important part because if you live with people who you know, are turning up every single Friday. You're just like, I mean, come on, guys. Let's save some money. Let's not go out every Friday. I mean, yes, it is a Friday worth celebrating, but can we do it at home, you know, mm. with one mm. bottle of champagne, you know? So that's, it's, for me, it's a very important part. If it means isolating yourself, do it, you know, but, but find also, your circle. I yeah. also think, yeah, find your circle. Mm. It's, there's such a value in these kind of conversations yeah. because you hear how other people are doing, how other people are managing mm. it. You know, the mention of a woman's path. There's some there's some sense that we are a community. And mm. as you say, um, I, I remember just chatting recently with um, um, Athol, who's I've gone blank on his surname. He mm. wrote a book called uh, called Pushing Boulders, and mm. he was saying a good leader takes everybody with him. Nice. So it's it, what's the point of you um, being this this person who's made good? Mm. Uh, it's about taking everybody with Absolutely. you, and that's when everybody gains. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think also the important part is that we 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 develop a, into a, a place where you know to the next generation. We don't. What we give to them isn't a lifetime of debt. I think that's the number one thing for me. I get so concerned mm. when I see people who live in in the townships where you're driving a very mm. fancy car, mm. but the house you're living in is mm. is dilapidated. Mm. And I'm just like, no, guys, we're doing it the other way around. And we were talking yesterday about the price of funerals. Mm. Um, and oh my goodness. And and then you're in debt for this this one event. Absolutely. But thank you so much for for coming to the studio. Always you bring, a pleasure. You Bring a wonderful energy with oh, you. Thank you, know. you. <laughs> and so I'm, I'm so glad that you that you came in, and I'm I'm hoping that you will also uh, join me again tomorrow. Absolutely. Thank yeah. you for having me. Wonderful. Um, 